Hello there, I'm Simon Elbow, and this is Simon Elbow's Knowledge Compass Corner, with me, Simon Elbow, furnishing you with facts and information, and endeavouring to get you out of that corner of ignorance that uh, you've been in for quite a while, let's face it, what with all the fake news and inability to get anything decent off the internet. And of course, uh, we'll be having a little drink and maybe a, a popular snacking food along the way. So, just what have I got to hand this time? Well, let's have a little look, shall we? Oh yes, just as I thought. It's a collection of uh, six, or is it eight, little whisky miniatures, which between them combine into quite a satisfactory offering. And also I've got, uh, quite straightforward this time, it's an artisan flapjack. No chocolate or yoghurt pasted on the top, just the, the plain flapjack. So this is just the job really, isn't it, to, to keep us going through the presentation today. Anyhow, this time, resilience. We're learning about resilience. What is it? Where does it come from? What's it for? How much does it cost? And can it be passed on person to person, say, uh, in a crowded underground train carriage in, uh, in London or Berlin or San Francisco. Hmm. Well, resilience is all about what us humans do with what life throws at us. Let's have a little think about that, shall we? Maybe life's thrown an egg at you. There it is, all broken on the pavement next to your shiny shoes with a bit of yolk flecked on the laces. Or perhaps it's landed on your new suit or your frock, and you're wondering if the dry cleaners is still up, and you know, the one uh, the one up by the card shop in the little cascade of shops by, uh, by Poundland. You know, don't you? Just up from the, the statue of Bruce Willis, yes? So. Anyway, I, I wonder also if the egg succeeded, maybe in uh, striking your forehead, in which case you'll be needing a napkin to wipe away the albumen. Maybe your butler can perform this function for you, or, uh, or maybe your home help, or perhaps a kindly passer-by who witnessed the sad event of the egg-throwing. Maybe life's thrown you flowers, which is a nice affair, I'd say, yeah. Uh, Unless you have a significant allergic reaction to flowers and you've you've gone and swelled up like uh, like that fish on the Finding Nemo, you know, the one that puffs up when it's uh, excited, like uh, like someone who's had an allergic reaction to flowers. Yes, that one. But looking on the more likely bright side, if life's thrown you flowers, it might be there's been a passing wedding. And the bride, with a firm toss, 
has projected her bouquet beyond the reach of her expectant guests to find its way into your grasp. Yeah, not least past Phoebe, who is substantially invested in the marital legend that the bouquet catcher will indeed have her own ceremony before the week is out. Yes, you've annoyed Phoebe by catching it yourself, haven't you? Or maybe as you're positioned under the balcony of a serious flower advocate, a lady or gentleman that populates their upper story aboard fully, with flora of all kinds, and it just so happens that today they reached a threshold of capacity and opted to eject the surplus bunch of flowers over their balcony rail, the bunch you're currently holding in this somewhat extensive imaginative exploration around the concept of resilience. What else might life throw at you? Let's pause a little and take some refreshment while we ponder that line of inquiry. If you remember from earlier, I highlighted the pack of six, uh, or actually eight, yes, eight little whiskey miniatures which uh, I have previously combined into the single glass. But let's have a little sip of this combo, shall we? I'm sure whiskey aficionados would frown at my maverick nature here, mixing up different tastes and uh, maturities of whiskey, but... Well, it all tastes the same to me. Quite strong, that. Um, Yes, a bit too strong. I might have to water that down with some... Uh... Oh, maybe I'll not water it down. I'll just go with it. And, uh... What's me food stuff this time? Oh, yes, it was the Artisan Flapjack minus any chocolate or yogurty coating. Let's have a little... Uh, little taste of that. Mmm. And that's quite a sugary one, that. I think I'll just place the remainder there and have that for a, for a little snack, extending possibly for a week or two. Anyway, I hope you've managed to refresh yourselves during this short break, and uh, let's crack on, shall we, on the topic of resilience. Well, finally, maybe life has thrown you a rope. One of those thick, meaty ropes you had at primary school. You know, the ones that no one but Richard could climb up right to the top. What with his strong arms and his special ankle grip. Them ropes with the, the leather end cap, you know. It was quite soft and supple to the touch. But yeah, one of those, in this extensive exploration, albeit a fantasy one, has just given you a dead leg, a metaphorical dead leg, or a nasty friction burn, again metaphorical, as you attempt to slow yourself down, having used up all of your energy clambering halfway up the rope, yet wishing to avoid any bone breakages due to rapid descent down onto the polished primary school hall parquet floor. 
What if the rope Blipe's thrown at you has a life ring on it? And you're stuck in the middle of a pond without any swimming credentials worth mentioning. You grab on, don't you? Hoping and wishing and praying to your God. If you believe in that kind of thing, which let's face it, you probably would begin to in this scenario. Praying to your God that there's someone at the end ready to give a little tug or two to help you back on dry land. Maybe life's tossed you a skipping rope and you're recalling in vivid terms your inability to skip with a one-person rope or to perform even a simple collaborative function of holding one end of a multi-person rope, turning it in time with another young child of your age and height doing the same at their end. But better than you, as the school's champion skipper skipped of the mechanics that you're performing for them round and round and round. Never mind all those rhymes and songs that accompanied this traditional playground pastime which you had no hope of remembering or even singing in tune. For you, skipping rope signifies rejection, failure and clumsiness. All these things life throws at us. Eggs, flowers, ropes and many other items and all the different ways it throws them at us. <laughs> there we go. Hopefully this has shone a helpful light on the concept of resilience. Though, um, on reflection I'm not sure that it has. Uh, looking back on this it seems a bit confusing it. Uh, Maybe it's a, a little explainer of sorts, so here goes. The egg, the flowers and the rope are intended to signify the non-deterministic nature of a life's trajectory. Of a life's trajectory. Trajectory, that, that's a word I always struggle to pronounce, you know. When I was four, the word was squirrel. The squ was a noteworthy linguistic obstacle for my emergent oral capability. However, over the years, as you'll just have witnessed, I have mastered this once problematic utterance. Squirrel. So I hope that... Uh, I hope that will one day succumb to my... Uh, ceaseless... I can't even say ceaseless now, can I? Oh, I did there. That was... a. Uh, Sorted quite straightforwardly, wasn't it, from uh, not able to pronounce the word to pronounce it in less than a second. Trajectory. I'll, I'll have a crack at that. Non-deterministic. Events and objects come our ways, don't they? And we best be ready in case they're tough little cookies and they keep on coming. Then we'll need our resilience, won't we? I'm Simon Elbow, and that was Simon Elbow's Knowledge Compass Corner with me, Simon Elbow. If any of the new knowledge presented here has uh, sparked your curiosity, or you'd uh, like to offer your own tales of resilience enacted, absent, or aspired for, then please do get in touch. Somehow. <laughs>